is probably one of the funnest podcasts I've ever been on. One of, damn it, we weren't the top. One of, it wasn't Fuck. the funnest. Oh, yeah. That's a failure for us. Thanks. Shut it down. What a bunch of losers we are. <laughs> the funnest. Yes. yes. Woo, you heard it here first. Best the looking, funnest. I'll tell you, this place, really Woo. rocking it. Welcome to Voices from the Valley, where we meet and learn from the movers and shakers in and around the Merrimack Valley. And now your hosts, John Bachman and Ben Talberg. But let's just jump right into this. Ben, we're pretty uh, lucky to have this woman in uh, our presence right now. Melissa Gilbo, co-founder of uh, the Women's Business League and CEO and of, is it Melissa Gilbo Consulting as well, too? That's right. Awesome. So cool that you made it over here. I know you're busy as hell. You got all your chapters running. You got your own gig going. So I appreciate you taking out the time. But before we jump into it too much, uh, before we jump into WBL and your consulting company as well, just give us a two-minute synopsis of how the hell you got there, which I don't know if two minutes is enough, but (laughs) you run with it. I would love to. Um, So we're on Voices of the Valley, right? Hell yeah. So I grew up right down the street in Georgetown, Mass. So I am, I, I would have to say I am a little bit of a local of the Georgetown North Shore area. Merrimack would one say Valley. a valley girl? No. Let's see what I did there? Wow. No. Merrimack Valley girl. Huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, I went to college. I, I, I loved my college experience over at Merrimack College in North Andover. And right from there, I was placed... Um, Nobody knows what they want to do. Let's no. be real. Like <laughs> no. y- you grow up, you still don't know what you want to do. So right out of college, I landed in the insurance world. Yes. Woo! Uh, here we Show's go. Show's over. Uh, here we go. Drop the mic. <laughs> and that's how John and I met. Yes. Um, but a long story short, I I started in the insurance career with Electric Insurance. Um, out of Beverly, Mass. And I believe your wife worked there as well. Um, We found out that I had already left and then she started. So that's how we didn't cross paths. But through the insurance world, um, my time at Electric Insurance was amazing. They were so good about education and your licensing and doing everything the right way. So I really feel like I had a solid foundation going into who knew that it was going to be my career? I thought it was just going to be my job, right? right? Um, but through that, I, I knew I loved helping people. Like that was my passion, and that's what I got up for every day. Um, and I quickly moved through the ranks at Electric Insurance, being um, you know in customer service, but right up into management. Um, and then from there, I was lucky enough to start my family. I'm a boy mom. I got two boys at home. Um, Shane's, what, what is he, 19, and Jake is 17. So um, from there, I knew that I knew that I wanted to raise my boys and, and be with my family. But I also wanted my career. And I knew that that wasn't going to be what I looked for with electric insurance. Hmm. So I made the hard decision, I stepped away, and I landed with a local insurance agency. Um, and when I remember when they were interviewing me, 
I laid my priorities right out on the table and I'm like, listen, my family comes first and they are my priority and I will give you my 100% as well. Um, so I landed the job working mother's hours. So I was able to really, um, establish my career and raise my family. So right from there, um, landed myself in the world of bringing in my own business for the first time. No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) That is hard. It's hard. I almost swore, but I don't know if that's allowed. It it is. It is. John will swear quite a bit, by the way. Oh, stop. The guests bring it out of me. (laughs) And when you said you're bringing in your own business, that because it's commission based. That's right. So at electric insurance, it was more of servicing of the clients, but at the agency, I was a producer. So we, um, you know, we, we were building our own book of business and getting out there and becoming visible and bringing in our own clients. So that was the first time I was in that world. And it's so different. It was so hard. Um, but that's kind of the seed that started me on my entrepreneurial journey with um, WBL. So yeah, kind of a little bit of a, a backstory. No, that was awesome. And it, and it did set you up like that because commission based jobs like that, you, you eat what you kill. And if you don't <laughs> kill, you're broke. And broke is a very strong motivator uh, for right. some people. What Some people, uh, not everybody. Um, but you did transition. Um, so I'm assuming you were doing the thing, you were networking, you're getting out there amongst people, maybe networking groups, maybe chambers. And is that when you had the big aha of WBL, the Women's Business League? Or how did that come? Yeah, so along the way, um, networking was a big part of, of what I did. I knew I had to meet people, but I wasn't, I was missing something. And there was that something that I couldn't quite put my finger on, you know, where I'm out there meeting some incredible people, but something was missing. And it wasn't until my boss <laughs> introduced me to Amy, who was in mortgages, Um, So our bosses put us together and I was like, oh gosh, I don't know. I'm super busy. I don't know if I had time for a coffee date, Um, but thank God I showed up (laughs) and it was just an honest, you know, conversation going back and forth about how do you do it all? How do you raise your kids? She's a boy mom too. And who is Amy? So Amy is my now um, business partner of Women's Business League. So we co-founded Women's Business League together. Um, but she again was saying the same thing. She was a CPA, um, prior and she found herself in mortgages and again, out there looking to build her own book of business and just sharing how hard it was and just real conversation. Um, and it was in that moment that I think we both had kind of that aha moment, like, okay, well, what if I introduce you to a couple people and I'm like, goodness, let me do the same for you. And let's meet again. That's mm. classic. That's like a classic great meeting right there. Right? Kind of why you do it. Right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden we found ourselves sitting at the table and those people said, hey, let me introduce you to more people. Wow. And then we just organically kept meeting and meeting. And I'll be honest with you. We met like that for a full year. And we started showing up to the table, not because we had to, but because we wanted to. That's so much power behind that. Yes. And that was the something I was missing 
for all those years in terms of building my own business, um, that networking, I, that word, it, it feels heavy, right? Sometimes yeah. when you say that, it feels like, oh gosh, networking. God, but it's so much fun. <laughs> well, some people might get a cold sweat before right. going to Ben, you tell the story about when Tell me. Uh, so Ben is a member of BNI. I'm we're a yes, member of the I same chapter. Love it. They and are tell, fantastic. You tell the story all the time about your first time going. It's yeah. Hard. Yeah. I, I'm a mechanic. <laughs> they call us automotive technicians now. But uh, yeah, I would lift the hoods and then talk to the car and then close the hood, <laughs> put it outside, grab another one. I don't talk to customers much. Right. But as a business owner, obviously I had to talk to customers and get a little more comfortable. Found out that I needed to do more marketing. Heard about this networking thing. I have no idea what the word networking means. That's right. I literally legit. People don't. A lot <laughs> yeah. of people don't. Yeah. Like straight up. And it's not because I'm stupid, I hope. <laughs> I just was not in that um, area, the expertise, looking at something networking. What the hell is that? Yeah. Oh, it's when the white collar people that uh, just go to jobs, it's bankers hours and they get together and they talk and then they go home. That's yeah. pretty much what I thought of it. And then somebody <laughs> from BNI, which is a networking group, yeah. um, somebody came in as a representative and was like, no, I think you'd be great. I think this would be great. I think it'd be great. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, shoot him out the door. And so um, I think I was, I don't even know how I rehooked up with the BNI thing. And so I said, the hell with it, I'll try it. And I am an introvert. So driving to the meeting, not only the first meeting, <laughs> but the, in the next, I did join in the next two years. It was like literally driving to it going, you know, I got a lot of things to do at work and um, I should just bail i'll just go to, but i can't tell them that my car broke down because right. i am the that is the seat that i took True. was that one so um but yeah i would literally just be like the sweats and just like yeah because and i knew the first 10 minutes is actually talking to people like you have to walk in there have something to say right off the bat and what if i fail it was all the what ifs that yeah. we probably all have yeah go to like any social functions or anything else i always have the what ifs um what if i don't have something to say and it's and it doesn't make sense so um that's my story yeah the, the b and i think five years later here i am you know now bringing people in and just like yeah, come on in we got a podcast host of a goddamn podcast man yeah, look at jesus look yes it. But I, I do want to get so there is there's Anyways, a lot of let's get back to the, <laughs> our guests. So tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa, do you have any more questions for Ben? <laughs> so let me keep going. But uh, no, it, networking it it's very heavy. It's it's a very right. heavy topic. So you're talking about over this year, everybody's coming to the table because they want to. How many people are showing up over this year period? By that time, when we actually looked around the table, there was like thirty to forty. Um, consistently just consistently showing up. Consistently just showing Jesus. up. So, so this is just, you guys are just putting out the word. Just like, hey, we're meeting back here next week or two weeks from now. Do you, you know, just show up. Yep. And there wasn't a lot of expectations. And that, that missing component, like I said, was relationship building. Hmm. So what we were doing or sitting around that table was making connections and getting to know people on a personal level, both personally and professionally, getting to understand like what their business was, their backstory, who their ideal client is. And we, we just started organically generating business for each other. Organically, because I was so top of mind and I got to know John and I know so much about him and his roots and his family. And, and you know, when somebody would ask, oh gosh, 
insurance. And I'm like, ah, John, you know, so it's that type of mentality of coming together every, every so often, every two weeks is, is our kind of cadence, um, where you really get to know each other and it, it's powerful. It is how businesses are built. So that's why when I hear the word networking, when people hear the word networking, it feels heavy, but it doesn't have to be that heavy. So I'm here to just shake shit up, <laughs> flip this word around, and um, put some like good, good behind the word networking. I even like to use the word community um, because think back to before all of this and <laughs> how were businesses built. I'm going to ask you how are businesses built before the internet word of mouth and who do you know and who should I be seeing? And it's all the word of mouth. It's the relationship driven. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's kind of our foundation. So that is the seed of women's business league. Um, and we were sitting around the table. We never kind of woke up and said, okay, let's start a women's community or networking group. It was, you know, it organically became that because when we looked around the table, it just so happened to be that women were showing up for each other. Um, so, or, so it wasn't initially meant that way. No, no. Wow. Nope. Okay. And I, that's my misunderstanding. I thought it was, Hey, we're oh. underserved here. We should be helping each other out. And that, that was the genesis of that. No, no. Nope. Just organically. Wow. Organically happened. And then, you know, when, whenever there's a need or a problem, right. In the market, there's a solution, right? So we became that solution for a lot of communities that needed something like this in their in their business, in their community. So, you know, this was Georgetown, Mass. We're literally at the pizza shop. <laughs> I'm not even lying. <laughs> Which one? Do we want to give them a shout out here? Yeah, yeah. let's shout out Flatbreads in Georgetown, oh, Mass. Yeah. yeah. Black Swan. Black, yep. Georgetown Country Club. So <laughs> that's kind of where this whole thing started. And when we had our next aha moment, when somebody tapped us on the shoulder and said, whatever's happening in your community, I keep hearing about it. I want to bring that to my community. I want this in my community. And mm. we're like, huh, okay. So Amy asked me for coffee again. And I was like, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> Worked before. So let's yeah. do it again. So that's how Amy and I became business partners. And um, Was this just women? At this point now, it's women, okay. like after a year. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So we became the Women's Business League fully, you know, our EINs, the LLC, the legal, the insurance, all of it. And we actually paused for quite some time, a couple months. And we're like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it. Yeah. Do it right. Do it yeah. right. Yeah. And we, we laid the foundation I'm so visual. Uh, my entire family is in the construction industry. So I'm like, we got to build this foundation because if you don't, it's going to crumble down on top of you. So we aligned us ourselves with the best people in the industry, interviewed probably 12 lawyers, as well as our accountant, our insurance. So like we really took the time to find those rock star. They become a part of your team. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, built the foundation and then we accepted our first member. It was so exciting. So when was it that year time frame? What year was that? So it's like 2017, 2018-ish, right around that time frame. So next week, we're coming up on our fifth birthday, October mm, wow. 2018. That's of huge. officially being Women's Business League. So we're talking a year before that, so six years of 
That's crazy. Yeah. It, so it started as one little chapter in Georgetown. Yeah. What are you at now? Oh gosh, uh, we're at forty-nine chapters. And how far? What's the furthest one away? Uh, uh, L.A., Oregon, West Gee. Coast, West wow. Coast, yeah, um, Florida, wow. Maine. North Carolina, South Carolina. I just got back from Pennsylvania. So, so yeah, can we back up a second? <laughs> yeah, let's back yeah. this train up. <laughs> you go from having coffee with somebody. <laughs> That's right. To having chapters all over the place. When you said you were trying to build the foundation, you're talking about the structure of this whole thing. This is a actual business. This is a right is national. It, it, it's a, is it a business? business? I don't even know. Yeah. Do, is this something you you make money on yes. too? Okay. Yes. So you're trying to get lawyers and 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 things to make sure the structure is solid. Is that what I is that what I'm hearing? Yes. So okay. the foundation of building a community of this magnitude and you know as little things like your application, you know, to be able to accept members. Like I, we come from the insurance background, so I had all of that kind of liability and <laughs> how do we remove somebody if we need to? Like I got all the what ifs in my head, ah, right? So okay. we really sat down and we built an incredible handbook for our members that they read and sign off on, the application. Um, and from there built the structure of what is the value? Like what are you gonna get in terms of you know this membership? Like what? What am I gonna? Everybody always says, "What am I gonna?" What's get in it for me? Yeah. yeah, what's yeah. in it for me? Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll always say one connection can open a door that is priceless. And look what happened to Amy and I. Mm. Like imagine if I didn't show up for that coffee date, right? So there is so much power in networking. So much power in showing up. Show you up. Just yeah. don't know what's on the other side. Just of that show time. up. Those three just words are up. what I mentioned to myself going in the mornings to those just networking me. Just show up and see what happens. You don't it's know what's going to happen. No just idea. show up. There are so many opportunities out there, but you got to freaking walk through that door. Definitely. Like you've got to swing that thing open and walk right through it. Yeah. It's not gonna. It's not gonna open on its own, you know? Mm. So, um, what was the vision at the very beginning? I mean, did you guys have a vision of 50 chapters or was it a thousand? Honestly, our vision in that moment, we, we opened five chapters like instantly. It, it was, that's a lot of members already. I already. Guess, right? So mind you, we're both working full time okay. and we're like, so this is raising it, our children. Still wow. a side gig. Oh, yeah. then. It, it's not full time at this point. Okay. Right. And along the way, my business, my Melissa Gilbo insurance is skyrocketing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I can't, I almost don't even need new clients. Yeah. I can't keep up with what I've got. And I've got, and then I found myself being pulled to this work, the work of helping people. Mm. So here I go back to what really got me up and lit my heart on fire was helping people. Mm. And this was a whole other magnitude of being able to help people. So I remember I went home one day and I told my husband, I'm like, I'm going to leave my career. He's like, what? <laughs> no, I'm, you're not. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't think so. It was so scary. It was the scariest thing I've ever done in my whole entire life was giving up everything I'd built. You know, we got all the commas and initials after our name. I've done everything in the insurance world. And I'm like, 
I don't know. I don't want to ever look back and say, what, what could that have mm. been? And there's always the other side of it. Like if it doesn't work out, I could still go back to insurance. Like it's going to be fine either way. We got a desk ready for you. It's if you want. totally going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I told my husband, I'm like, just trust me. I got this. And he's like, okay, all right. I went in and I freaking quit. <laughs> wow. And yeah. yeah, that was, it was hard. Was that obviously terrifying, but was it empowering as well at that point? Yeah. Because yeah. now that I look back, I had already left. Mm. I just mm. didn't know it. Like I physically was there, but I had already left that job. Makes sense. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So if anybody's, I know there's a ton of people watching right now and listening. Like, Tons. Tons. Like this thing is going <laughs> go to go viral. To the 200,000. <laughs> With Melissa Gilbo on here, we got tons. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, like you got to really listen, right? But when you're in that moment, you don't know sometimes. Mm -hmm. When I look back, I see it now, but... Um, a lot of people do wrestle with that space, right? Like, is this, I'm like, really? Is this my, ever, is this what I've worked so hard for? Is this it? Like, mm. is this my life? Mm. Um, and I was like, I'm going to take a chance. And I went all in and I never looked back. I just let my license expire. By the way. <laughs> you didn't even renew. I didn't. Five years. <laughs> Fully committed. Wow. All in. That's it. So now. We're, no safety net. Nope. So. Amy and I are both full-time with Women's Business League, which is how we've been able to really, really put all of our passion and energy into building this community and giving back to our members. So our members mean the world to us, and we're always giving and helping and connecting and educating. Um, Give me... Especially, you're talking about the members. Yeah. I, I want to hear a story about a member where they came in Maybe they're brand new. Maybe they're struggling. And w through the community, how did that help them survive or even thrive? Oh, my God. I have so many stories. And these are the ones that, like, bring me to tears. Um, I have this one that I just actually put up on my story, my feed, my Instagram feed yesterday, I think. And she's speaking at her fifth birthday party. Um, it's one of our first members. She's probably like the first 15 members that we had still with us five years later. She's, she was a single mom raising three kids, had her, her business. I don't want to give too many details or anything, but, um, it was because of WBL and the power of connections and being in the right room at the right time with the right people that connected her to her now employer. So she landed her dream job. And I'm not just talking about like networking for referrals. The networking and the opportunity that comes could be collaborations, connections, clients. And for this particular member, it was her dream job opportunity where she got hired and she came back to us. She's still a part of WBL and she's like, Melissa and Amy, if I had never been a part of this community, like she's crying and she's like, I literally can now afford to bring my daughters on a vacation. <laughs> and I mean, it's just, it's my heart, you know? Mm. Um, so that's one story that, 
if she wasn't a part of this community, she probably would have never met this person who hired her. Da-da. And then she would have been working a J-O-B, right. struggling day in and day out, right. and just going through the motion and not pulling the trigger like you yeah. did. Yeah. So, you know, being a part of community and networking, it's life-changing. It really is. If it's done the right way and with oh. good intention behind it. Uh, we've all been a part of networking communities where it's they're just selling at you or it's like, I've been there. <laughs> How many referrals do you have today? And I get them on a napkin and then I go... And I go back home and I call Aunt Judy. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> Not a warm one, eh? No. <laughs> so it's really fostering, um, you know, taking some of that old school kind of rules out. And when we built this, we built it based on the foundation of relationship connections, collaborations, um, and then the referrals will just come. It just comes. So you've been going through this a ton. You, you are a networking expert. I'm, I'm calling you out on that right now. Whoop, whoop. So for somebody that is nervous going to yeah. one of their chamber events, yeah. a BNI, just visiting some other networking group, what's the best piece of advice you can give them on day one walking into that room? And don't say just walk into the room because we've already established that's the most right, important right. piece. Hey, Ben, what's new with you? Hey, buddy. So we have changed our name. What? Yeah, we've gone from Amesbury Fornado to AFA Auto Repair. It's just more simple. Uh, this gives us the opportunity to show that we also work on domestic vehicles. So we're foreign and domestic now. Um, we're really to we're looking to just. Ex- it's pretty easy. You see what we do, and um, it opens the doors to more customers that we can help. Because there's a lot of people that have an Audi, but they also have a Chevy. So this kind of shows that we're now AFA Auto Repair. Um, we're based out of Amesbury, but we could be based out of Newburyport, Salisbury someday. Ooh. Hey, we could move around. So uh, this takes away the Amesbury part, the foreign part, and it really should help us uh, kind of grow. That's what we want to do. Awesome. So, I'm loving it. Yeah. AFA Auto Repair. Yeah, that's it. Here we go. What's the best piece of advice you can give them on day one walking into that room? And don't say just walk into the room because we've already established that's the most right, important right. piece. Well, let's just get real here. Like everybody has that feeling. I don't care if you're the CEO of Ford Motor Company or whoever you are, you're nervous at some level walking into any type of an environment like that. Um, So just realizing that everybody's kind of in that boat. But I am going to say when you walk into the room, you do have to walk in, even though you're scared, with that confidence, with the ownership of, I've got this, you know, I'm going to dominate this room because people do take notice and they are going to be attracted to you. So I always use the example, like if you walk in the room and you're on your phone and looking down and like, nobody's going to want to talk to you. I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. but if you walk in with a smile and you know, you're like, Hey, even though you don't know damn person in the room and you're like hey (laughs) you know people are like hey you coming right over (laughs) i mean i don't know it's just there's there's something about the presence and the vibe and the energy that you present Mm. when you walk into a room second is this might be for the more veteran networker my best tip is don't hang out with the people you already know it happens all the time that frustrates me don't do that like you're in a networking group, make, make the opportunity to go up and introduce yourself to somebody. Um, 
And then if you find yourself in circles, like these little pods, open it up, make it like a half moon. Mm. Like, yeah, that's true. Don't yeah, make sense. Don't stand in a circle, open it up. So then that way you are letting others in. And then the other tip, if you're nervous, it's what I do all the time. Cause I do get nervous too, even though I own a networking company is I become that super connector in the room. Right. So if I just met John and I'm like, Hey Ben, you need to meet John. I will, I will be that super connector in the room and it kind of gives me a job. And then people are like, Oh, Melissa, she's, and they take notice of you too. Mm -hmm. And they appreciate the connection. So if all else fails, try to be the super connector, um, in the room. And you do that just by listening and seeing who else is in the room. Um, remembering their name is a key. That's hard. <laughs> I always forget their That's names. A hard one. So how do I connect John with Melissa when I don't remember John's name and he just so came up to me? a lot of times they have a name tag on and Ooh, then you're like, That's sweet. <laughs> but you're trying to look and not yeah, and look like, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other times I'll be like, Hey, uh, my friend here, yeah. <laughs> he's in the yeah, insurance yeah. and then organically your name will come out at some point, yeah. but there are some workarounds there, but <laughs> you're right. Listening though. Yeah. That, that's huge. Yeah. You're right. I want to go back and this is selfish. Um, when you find yourself in a networking room and you notice the three people you're chatting with are the same three people you chatted with the last two, four, 12 meetings. What's a polite way to exit that conversation to move on to other conversations. <laughs> Remove like, yourself from the spin on so your you're heels. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I, you're like I, I don't care about being rude. You're like F these people. I already met them. I'm moving on. No, it's like, Hey guys, I'll catch up with you later. I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go perfect. see what's yeah. happening over here. I'm here to, you know, meet some new, new people. I'll introduce them to you, you know, type of a thing. Um, I don't think it's being rude. I think when you're in a networking setting, you you know, you gotta, you're there to meet people. Yeah. Um, so don't hang out with the people you already know. Please don't do that. <laughs> but you know what too? I think we get into our own heads thinking that uh, yep. if, if I walk away, I'm going to be rude and I'm going to be a jerk. And so I shouldn't do that. But when they're there for the same reason, right. if you walk away, it may, it's probably going to make it easier for them to yeah. move on to another one. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know. And the biggest, my biggest networking tip, if you're looking for like, I'm just going to lay it out on the table, give you my biggest tip. Get ready to hit record. Okay. I'm going to wait. <laughs> Go grab some paper, grab a pen. <laughs> Write this shit down. We're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a drum? <laughs> you got any noises here? I don't, I don't have any sound effects. <laughs> oh. That's in, uh, that's in uh, post editing. That would have been amazing. Post prod, prod. You I don't have know. a drum set right there. Yeah, well, maybe we'll add some music right now. Bing, 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 bing. All right, number one networking tip. All right, I'm gonna give you two. Don't talk. Don't talk. Listen more than you talk. Number two, always ask how can I help you. Mm. Never leave a meeting or a conversation without saying how can I help you, and act on it because that then becomes your reputation, your brand. And that's how you get the momentum, right? So now you leave that meeting and you go do something for that person, you become top of mind. This is the start of a relationship. You do what you say you're going to do. How many people have we met that said, hey, I'm going to, and then they don't. And I'm like, mm, I don't think I'm going to call you again. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? So you are your brand in what you say and what you do, how you show up. 
Um, when you show up, you say you're going to be there at this mm-hmm. time, you show up at Absolutely that time. Absolutely show up. There's power in showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, Melissa, where'd you get all of these uh, words of wisdom? Uh, did you just born experience. with this experience? No, yeah. Experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you in other networking groups before? Oh yeah. Okay. All of them. Mm-hmm. Name them. I've been there. Yep. 20 years. Gotcha. Yep. So I was able to take like a lot of that and, um, really build something that was different, mm-hmm. you know, um, another networking tip. Yeah. Let's keep going. <laughs> Go ahead. Is this boring? This no, is boring. <laughs> no. <laughs> we could talk about deductibles. You said she was going to take over the interview at some point, <laughs> but I wasn't really sure. We could talk about deductibles all day long, but wind, hail, hurricane deductibles. Awful. <laughs> um, all right. This is a business building tip. Business building is through the power of connection, which we already established networking, um, but filling your calendar with coffee dates. I'm telling you, it will change your business. I reserve Friday mornings. My whole team knows this. Like I don't, I don't take meetings on Fridays other than meeting people and coffee dating. You saw me at a coffee Mm -hmm. shop. Um, it is a game changer for your business because one thing leads to another. They introduce you to somebody. They, it's just this incredible rolling pipeline that is unbelievable. Let me challenge you a little bit then on that. Um, for commission folks. Okay. You should only be doing activities that are revenue generating. We've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast. Look at the look I'm getting. Jesus, I didn't even finish my statement yet. Uh-oh. But I should be doing activities that are going to lead to money coming in the door. Are you saying that those coffee meetings all the time? Um, okay. So it is, it is a long game. Yeah. You're re- you're building relationships because every time you meet somebody, you're putting yourself in front of another 200 people you might never have known. They have a network. They have a network. So if you're doing it right and with good intention, it can change the course of your business. Um, commission-based. Yes, that is a great time. It's great. I wouldn't say it's ROI exactly in that moment, but yes, it will lead to, to that. Don't go to the coffee meeting expecting dollars to come in from that meeting. That's though. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And you're leaving. It's a, it's always a mutual exchange. Yeah. Right. Like when you're meeting with each, each other, it's not about you want to get to know who they are. You want to do a little prep work before. Right. Know a little bit about them, who they are, but also have that mutual exchange. Here's how I can help you. But here's how you can help me. Mm-hmm. And here's my ask. So don't ever be afraid to ask for what you're looking for. A lot of people will leave that. If you don't do that, yes, then it's a waste of time. Mm. Yeah. If you need to have a clear ask and with clear goals, clear business goals, you ask for what you want. What is going to get you to that goal? So for instance, like when I work with my business clients under Melissa Gilbo Consulting, you know, one of my clients was like, okay, I want more visibility. And I'm like, great. How many? She's like, actually, this was a he. <laughs> four for this quarter. So you don't discriminate. I love I don't, it. No, I love it. No. <laughs> my, my clients, yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, for this quarter. I'm like, for what? I don't know. Visibility opportunities. I'm like, okay. So like podcasts? 
And he's, he's like, yeah, sure, I'll do four podcasts this quarter. And I'm like, great. So now every coffee meeting you go to, you ask them for an introduction to somebody who has a podcast. I know a guy. Mm. I know a guy. Yeah. I know seven. <laughs> right. Right? So like if you're clear in what you want, mm. ask for it. Mm. And how can I help you? Mm. And then you deliver. It will change your business and you're going to get more return out of that one hour coffee than putting your ad mm. at the local diner place, Matt. I'm just saying. <laughs> the other one that frustrates me, although I use it um, on the opposite end, business cards up on a cork board, like spraying them out. You're just sitting there. You're like, there used to be an idea at some conferences. The first person to get rid of all their business cards wins. What? Well, Why? I can just throw them on the floor. Oh, right. somebody might pick it up. That, that's ridiculous. But the corkboard thing, thats it, it's frustrating to me because somebody's just saying, oh, they're going to come to me because my name's on the wall, which they're sometimes not. it happens. But I'll tell you, I love those people because I reach out to them all the time. <laughs> I, I do. I, I take those cards down and, hey, do you want to talk about marketing? Because you're just using a corkboard right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do like talking to those people. And it, yeah. a lot of them are probably early startups. and. Yeah. And they don't know the direction to go. So, right, right. Yeah, yeah. so that's kind of my networking 101 class. Thank you for attending. <laughs> <laughs> we have a member of our chapter that is, it does a lot of all of that. And every time he does it, I can just I'm like, yep, I should be doing that. I should be doing that. So there's a lot of great information. Thank you yeah. for that. Um, go ahead. Do you have something else? I yeah. thought you were going to say, but I don't have time for it. For what? To do what he's doing or right. what you're doing? No, the ask for could get the ask out there. Mm. The second thing, hey, how, Ben, what can I do for you? And I'm always like, oh, I should have done that, and I don't ask enough. How can I do something? Because give givers gain and all this right. BNI stuff. Um, <clears throat> it works. It's it true. It does the work. The more you give, the more you get. And it does. Then you become known as a resource, yep. right? So when I was in the insurance role. I actually became known as a resource for the community and people were reaching out to me, not for insurance, but for other things. And, but, oh, by the way, I sell insurance and, oh my God, I wrote their insurance. Like mm -hmm. I became known and I became visible in my community. So th this is something that I'm passionate about with Melissa Gilbo business consulting is coming out. It's basically like the service the service folks who don't have a product, right? We don't have a product to sell. People do business with people. They do business with you. So you need to come out and become visible from underneath the sign on the wall. Mm. I For so many years, I sold that sign and I'm like, it's not working. People do business with you. So I ended up like volunteering in the community and becoming so visible and doing sock drives and being a part of the, you know, whatever it is, I was, I was helping, I was there and it, it made a difference. It really did. Absolutely. I can see that. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, can I go out and start a networking club and start making millions? I mean, like what's the, like, we didn't go through the actual, <laughs> how are you making money? Okay. Um, because I'm really interested in that. I, I have no idea how to start it. Not that I'm ever going to, but if somebody out there was like, you know what, this would be great. What Melissa's doing is amazing. I would do the same thing. So some of the really key points of 
what's great about this networking as far as like, you know, do you have to keep doing this full time and what you've done? So first of all, my first comment is it is smart business building community around your, your brand or your business. Like having that community around it is a game changer. Just starting off with that. <laughs> um, but building a community a networking community is hard. It is hard work. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Um, I love a good challenge. I, when I'm all in, I'm all in. You've, you've got me like 110%. Amy's the same way. And we're like, you know what? We're going to figure this out. We're going to, we're going to do this thing. Um, and we knew we were going to do it with quality and the right, like I said, the foundation, it was key to keeping us sustainable because a lot of people do have networking communities, which are amazing, but then they fizzle, right? It's mm -hmm. like, it's got good and, and then it fizzles and then it fizzles. And how do you keep that longevity? Um, which is why you built the base or the foundation. Right. Right. And you can never waver away from like the why and the heart behind women's business league is so strong and they feel it like from Amy and I, from our chapter leaders, it comes from the top down. Um, we're not just about numbers. We're not another CEO. We're visible. We're approachable. We're with our community. I don't care how big this thing gets and I won't let it get that big. If, if our heart, if our heart starts to go missing, I'll be the first one to shut it down. So hmm. that is kind of, it's like our guardrail, right? Yeah. Like we stay there. Well, let me ask you though, and Ben kind of alluded to it, of how do you guys make money then? Obviously so ben, there's yeah. dues, there's dues for yes. the chapters. Do you, do you franchise out chapters as well too, like some other networks do or? No. Nope. Yeah. Um, so our entire business model is based on membership. So okay. it's an annual membership. So it's based on dues. So just like other networking communities, um, there's an application, you're accepted, you pay your annual membership to become a part of that chapter mm -hmm. and a part of WBL. And then you renew um, and then you pay another. So, you know, j kind of like insurance, you get your, your new business, right? And then you, you have your renewals coming in. Recurring revenue. Recurring mm -hmm. revenue, <laughs> right? So that is kind of the, the, the thing that keeps WBL floating. And then we also have these incredible events and um, we offer so many educational opportunities. 99% of them are free with the membership um, in terms of education. A couple of them um, generate revenue. So there's a couple different streams, um, but our core is the membership. For those events, like sponsorship streams, is yep. that? Okay. Yep. 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 From members or external? All. All of the okay. above. Yeah. So again, now we have this incredible community. So a lot of, a lot of businesses want to partner with us because we have a community that they might want to, you know, get in front of or, or whatnot. So the sponsorships become a really great partnership, um, between us and the business. So, yeah. yeah. How yeah. do you manage the chapters that are in Oregon and, and all that? <laughs> it's a How's great that question. So we have a um, board of directors, right? We just had a board meeting yesterday. We have five board of directors and um, they task us with being nationally consistent, but locally relevant, right? So you got 49 chapters, 
they all got to have the heart of WBL. They all got to have the the intention of what we're trying to do for our members. And I, I thrive in this environment. I love systems and procedures and um, team meetings. You were in insurance. No I shit. Know. <laughs> I know. Like, the systems. I'm like, bring it on. Let's figure this out. What a nerd. <laughs> Um, and I, I don't know if you've met Amy, my business partner, but she's incredible with programming and public speaking. And um, oh my gosh, she's just she's amazing. a firecracker. She's amazing. She's, so, she's the creative, and I'm like the I'm like give it to me, and I'll figure out how to do it. I'm like the how of of WBL, right? Yeah. Um, so to keep us very consistent um, amongst all of our chapters, is every chapter has two chapter leaders. Um, and we meet with our chapter leaders every month and, you know, we pour a lot into them in terms of development, leadership, training, our expectations, our vision, our heart, so that they are filtering that down to our members. Um, and then they filter back up to Amy and I, their feedback. We survey all the time. So our membership model is based on what the members want. What they want, we deliver. I definitely see a big topic coming out of this that's going to help you and I, Ben. It sounds like you have to be the ultimate interviewers for new employees. Mm -hmm. So these chapter leaders, you're going out to Portland, Oregon, or wherever the hell it is in Oregon, and you have to decide, okay, this one person has the heart that you keep talking about. How the hell do you do that? Like, how do you pick that person versus somebody else that's maybe 30 miles down the road that may have the same heart? So the last podcast I was on, um, one of the questions was, how did you build your business? How did I build my business? Come on, guys. Relationships. Word of mouth. <laughs> Community building. So almost all of our chapter leaders, we have, what, 89 chapter leaders right now, um, all were somebody that referred somebody to us or a connection of we've never once put out like a job posting like never I've never done like oh we're looking for a chapter leader not once it's always they've come to us and we get to know them and just because you apply to open a chapter doesn't mean you get to open a chapter Um, so it's a long process of relationship building before we actually say yes and is it the right community does the community need this? So there's a lot that goes into opening a chapter. Like you see them mm-hmm. popping up here and there. And, you know, there's a there's a good four to five months prior oh. of work before I say, yes, let's let's open. And we close. We've closed chapters like I. Yes. Like, Go to hell. Yeah. We're, we're done them. with you because of membership just not being there or because they're just not putting out the right word All or message. Above. Yep. Mm. Yep. So. Um, yeah. So, I mean, any business, you know, you kind of, it ebbs and flows, you know, so, um, you can't be afraid to, to have the, some of the negative, but it turns into a positive, you know? So can you elaborate on some of those? Uh, I'm going to imagine that you didn't have just all rainbows and happy things going on with this building of the uh, women's business league, but is there any like troubles that happen along the way that you can go into a little bit? You know what? I'm going to be completely honest. I run a woman's networking group. So is there a lot of go- drama, drama, gossip? Uh, I didn't say that at all. No, <laughs> I'm no? going to be honest with wow, you. No, cool. like, it, 
they know it's not tolerated, right? So it's not tolerated. It comes to me, we shut it down. Done. And that's the beauty of having a handbook that they signed off on. Mm-hmm. So we can say... It's uh, black and white right yeah, here. All black and yeah. white, you know, yeah. or you don't get renewed or whatnot. But it's there's not a lot of that instance. Um, most of the time it's because somebody's too busy and they can't attend the meetings, right? So then they're like, geez, I really can't come. So those are the majority of the folks that maybe choose not to renew. Hmm. And that's a good thing because that means they're busy in their business and that's what we want. Um, So whether this is like a landing spot for you or you're just passing through and you need WBL, in the beginning, I thought they were going to come for the referrals and that's not why they're coming. Hmm. They're coming for the community, the connection, the support, the camaraderie. I hear so many times of how lonely people are. They work remotely they're home alone and they just want some of that like good energy to to really keep them you know a lot of times they get off a meeting with us and they're like geez i'm gonna conquer the world (laughs) gonna run through walls (laughs) um do you have a chapter in chattanooga tennessee or columbus ohio john what's going on buddy what's going on hey so how long has norwood insurance been around norwood insurance has been around for Ever. Uh, we've been uh, protecting families and businesses in the Merrimack Valley for over 150 years. So if people uh, in the Merrimack Valley need to insure their homes, their autos, their businesses, uh, you just need to look to us, Norwood Insurance Agency. Got it. Um, do you have a chapter in Chattanooga, Tennessee or Columbus, Ohio? No. Okay. I have two women I want to connect you with. Fantastic. How see, can I help you? This is how this works. Did you see that? It's a good thing you showed up. You're going to have yeah. to do like a boomerang, a replay. Replay. Oh, I got this one going <laughs> here too. Oh God. This, this oh. one is for my pretty face. There this you one go. Right You're going to have to so. replay that. Awesome. That was networking in action. <laughs> no, but seriously. No, seriously. Like when you were talking about it and you were talking about that Oregon example. Is it Oregon, Oregon? That bothers me. I it's the Oregon Trail. Oh, I don't know if it's Oregon. Yeah, no, it's true. Well, I just died of diphtheria or uh-huh. whatever the hell it was. Um, I was think I had these two women, uh, insurance yeah. folks, okay. that are in my head that are like, they are exactly what you're talking about. Perfect. So I would love an uh, introduction. Yeah, and I will make this, it happen. I'm going to ask how I can help the two of you. So. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. So what, speaking of that, what do you want from this podcast? What do you want from us? What do you want to put out there about the WBL or, um, the Melissa Gilbo consulting? Yeah. Yeah, I would love to talk like just a little bit about the Melissa Gilbo consulting. So again, like organic WBL happens, Melissa Gilbo consulting took on its own because I was doing it all along anyways. I've been helping so many people through one-on-ones, coffee dates. I just didn't have the ability to say, yes, I can have another conversation with you. I can help you with your business. Because as we all know, you have to lay the right foundation and we know the insurance. Like I didn't want to give advice without properly having the right foundation under Melissa Gilbo Consulting. So I finally... Woke up one morning and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna do this thing and built another business. Why not? Why it sounds not? like you have the time. I got time. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Once Simple. I get back from Pennsylvania, right? yeah. now or uh, Chattanooga, I don't know. Chattanooga, right? just head there. 
just going to open another business. So here I am like loving it, loving being able to help people more than I already was taking it to another level um, with Melissa Gilbo Consulting. And I'll tell you, I love, I already said, I love the action piece, the how. So I love working with people that already have the idea, the vision, or already have a business. And they're like, I just really need to talk to somebody to get to where I want to go. I need like a roadmap. And I love building that map with you and holding you accountable and when you're with me, we do the work. Like we're actually doing the work. We're not talking a lot. I don't. We just like to. Get not it much done. coffee drinking. It's. I like to get shit done. Yeah, get shit done. Um, why don't you have a chapter in Honolulu? That would be amazing. That'd be a nice trip. Mm-hmm. I would just love saying. that. Yeah. All of our Honolulu listeners will get the word out. Anybody know anybody in Nashville? I would love a Nashville chapter. Mm, going down there in a few months. Ooh. Again. Will you think about me? I definitely will. Right. Yes. Right. I'll spread the word. Do, do you have any um, bumper stickers? Bumper stickers? So slap those on the <laughs> just <laughs> QR codes on everything. Bang. Where the fuck am I going to go? <laughs> spread the word. Where are you going to put them on? The little pedal bikes? The, yeah, they the have a ton of those. I love yeah, those. I did them there. the last time I was there. Boom. Talk about a liability. There's no seatbelts, nothing. Oh, like shit. people. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. You got to do that. Yeah. Do yeah, it. Yeah. I do. I'll get you some bumper stickers. <laughs> Definitely. Bumper stickers. <laughs> but I was thinking of uh, Bigfoot waterproofing. I've seen yeah. those around. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. no WBL bumper stickers. Down in Nashville. Hell yeah. <laughs> I guess you don't have a, uh, a what, mascot like a, a Yeti or anything like who's that. Who's doing your marketing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. Looking at her. Looking at her. Do you uh, have to get marketing out there? I mean, the word's spreading, but is it spreading fast enough? Yes. So marketing, again, it's it's a combination of all of these tools to build a business, right? So it's not just networking. It's not just marketing. It's a combination of everything that's going to help. So marketing is a big piece of WBL. Um, and yeah, I'm, I actually do most of it. Um, Instagram, Facebook, you know, the social media piece of it, email marketing. Um it's a big, big piece, but not everybody needs to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it depends not, upon your audience. It totally and, and does. And who your next best client is. That's and, right. Yeah, so don't waste your time because everybody's on Instagram that you should go on Instagram. You really got to think about who you're speaking to. Like you said, WBL's not on TikTok. Like Melissa Gilbo's not on TikTok. Cause, Are mean, you sure? I'm sure. Like I'm sure mm-hmm. that my our audience is over there, but... <laughs> I, my advice when I give my business clients advice, the advice is to pick three platforms and do it really well. Don't be on TikTok and the new, whatever threads and, and just kind of like trickle here and there, pick no more than three platforms and knock it out of the park. So that's really kind of my advice. I try to stick to that. Now, when you say platforms, are you strictly saying social or are you even saying like email blast, Instagram, and TikTok? Those are your three, like email is one, two, or just social? Just social. So email is a must. Like that, if anything else, if you don't want to be on social, email is going to be your first stop. So you own your email list. So as a new business owner, I always tell everybody to start gathering emails in a spreadsheet, 
doesn't cost you anything. You don't own your contacts on social. Like our Instagram could go down tomorrow. And I mean, we've got like 13, you know, whatever. Then what? I got nothing. Mm -hmm. So your email list is going to be your first priority as a business owner. And you, you nurture them through email and then you can go on to the other platforms. Um, but that's, that's a must. And this like the emails for like a newsletter. Yeah. A newsletter. Um, so when you're using Excel spreadsheet, right, you don't have a lot of that filter ability unless you're a maverick with Excel and you can have filter between states and the lookups and you know, your, your neighborhoods. <laughs> so for you, like you might have a fun offering or a special or something. I know you, you work on cars, but maybe it's whatever, you know, and you're just trying to target Amesbury. Right. Right. So that email list becomes valuable when you can filter it down to just the Amesbury folks. Maybe they're having an Amesbury day and, mm -hmm. you know, you want to do some type of promotion. Yes. Sure. Huge. Um, so I, getting like really specific and strategic with your email marketing. I get a little opinionated on email yeah. marketing yep. myself. You have to do it in the right way <clears throat> with good intention. Right. And, and honestly, newsletters. I hate them. I hate when companies do them. They yeah. do them and they're told you got to always send them. But honestly, how many of those people are reading them? It's like the rest of the emails that I have popping up right here. Boop, right. Gone. Boop, right. Gone. Absolutely. It's something of value. So yeah. you always want to be giving. Yeah. Right. So if, if it's done with good intention, whether it's your networking, your in-person conversations, your emails, you, you want to lead with something of value or something that they want to open or, but not just spam them. It's like, yeah. you're going to lose your entire email list. If you just spam them with crap, mm -hmm. nobody has time for that. So yeah. it's, it's well thought out. It's for the right reason that you're reaching out to them. Yeah. Um, and usually with me in terms of email, I use that as a client retention tool with my clients. I yeah. already have not so much for prospects. Uh, unless it's one-to-one -one prospects. Hey, Ben, I'm coming straight to you and I'm only messaging it to you. It's not, hey, it's business not owner. Right. It, that I stay far away from that yep. stuff yep. Um, just because of the results. So a cool, I'll, I'll share a little business building activity. Um, again, I'm so old school, even though I do all the marketing and everything. I would take out the Georgetown record <laughs> when I was in the insurance seat and I would... I would go through it and I would send handwritten note cards to my client. Like, oh my gosh, I just saw Becky was on the honor roll. Congratulations. Mm. Like just, you know, the sports team. And a, so that goes a long way when it's more personalized. A handwritten note card is, I'm going to tell you, it's, it's the way to go right now. This is already clients of yours. This isn't yes. like creepy out no. of the blue. Uh -huh. Oh my God. I actually do. Graduate. I do oh, handwritten ones to prospects. You do? Every once in a while. It seems yeah. creepy. It, it, is it? Tell it me depends. more. It depends. It depends. If I got a letter in the mail with Killian's name on it. No, 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 no. From somebody I no. didn't know, like a window company. <laughs> You'd be like, <laughs> like, oh, Killian just got a birthday. No, this is where my clients that knew, like, mm. knew me. But again, it's retention. For me, it's not the initial contact. Okay. It, I have um, these postcard sides with my picture on it, all my contact info, QR code on the back to schedule a meeting with me. If I've already had one 
touch point with them. I send out the handwritten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The other one, personalization. uh, I love video. I do video messages too. Yeah, yours are amazing. Well, that's one thing on the insurance when I'm closing a deal. That's oh, this cool. is a different I one like that you do that. I yeah. do like that you Thank do you. that. Thank you. Yeah. It's 97% different. close rate. It's if cool. I get to that point, I close those deals. That's awesome. But on birthdays and half birthdays, if I see a pop up, we get the messages on. Really? Uh, if everybody's sending HBD or putting it yeah, on yeah, their yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. I shoot a 10 second video. Hey, I see it's your birthday. Make it a great day. Wow. Every single one I, I get a response back. Nobody's ever done that before. Yeah. So That's now cool. you're going to steal my ideas. Yeah. No, but listeners. It, it takes, it takes five seconds out of my day, 10 seconds out of my day. It's the tough thing is people aren't comfortable hearing themselves or recording themselves. But Just it would it. take you longer to actually sit down, write out a birthday yeah. card, put a stamp on it, put their address on it and go to the post office. Yeah. And that yeah. just, Good point. it has a bigger impact. Yeah. I yeah. love that idea. Have I never done it to you? You have. Oh, okay. Now that, I, now yeah. that, I, now <laughs> I'm, that like, I'm thinking hmm. back, I'm like, I've definitely gotten a video thing from yeah. him. I definitely <laughs> have. And it's unique and different. And that's how people are going to remember you. Like, how do you stand out in a crowded market? Mm -hmm. That, what makes you different? Why are they going to do business with you? My stunning good looks. There you go. That's not a correct answer. No. No. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Now that we're getting off my good looks, we do. Um, Melissa does have a hard stop coming up, so we do yeah. have to speed a couple of things up here. I got one. I got I, one real I quick. I know what you're asking. Oh, no. No, you don't. Not yet. No. Maybe you, maybe you can will. take both. No, going back to your marketing, um, what are you looking for? Are you looking for members or are you looking more for chapters? What is the building part for you? In this moment, um, we would love to connections with more members, more people that want to be a part of the community. Um Again, I don't want to just open chapters to open chapters, but if there are folks that are strong leaders, they know that their community needs something like this, I would love an introduction to them as well. But priority right now is members. Mm -hmm. And we do have a spot if you, so it's one seat per profession. So that's where we get a little bit of like a wait list. Um, similar to your networking experiences. So a lot of the realtors, our seats are, are completely full, but we've met so many incredible realtors. So we now have, we just opened the circle, which is a virtual non-location specific and not seat specific chapter. Um, it's, it's a virtual community of WBL. So that's exciting. We just rolled that out this year. Um, that's so smart. That is like, smart. Yeah. I was going to say, that's brilliant. Well, you know, I really sat with it and I'm like, gosh, we have so many incredible people that are on the wait list waiting to be a part of WBL, but we don't have a seat for them or the chapter is too far. Because we all know if it's over a half hour, you're not going to show up. Um, so we don't want that. Um, so the circle was our, was our newest, um, kind of branch of WBL and it's freaking brilliant because you could lose talent there too, just because a seat is taken. Oh shit. Now we're going to tell them turn away, wait a few months and then maybe something pops up. You do that. You're going to lose them. That's right. They'll go to some other networking group or. That's right. So they, they get all of the membership benefits. So the membership benefits encompasses education, Um, So we do power hours every month and they're member led and it's on a topic that the member is asking for. So it gives our members more visibility to like hundreds of 
people in our community that could use their service. So they are now seen as an expert in that in that topic, you know. So we just did one on like how to rock on LinkedIn or how to do a you know, all these cool little topics that it's going to grow your business. You're going to learn um when you're out on your own, you don't have those professional development days anymore or anything that's educating you to build a business. Like we're all just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping (laughs) (laughs) something's going to stick. Right. So the education piece is a really big value add in our, in our membership. We do industry round tables, which they love. (laughs) (laughs) It just like it, it became itself. So we, we match up people in the same industry. I know it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy, but it's brilliant. Do you know how much you would learn if you were in a room full of other insurance experts? What to do, what not to do. And we facilitate the conversation so it's very productive. It's not like a gab or a bitch session or anything. It's 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 very productive in sharing, even though we're in the same industry. Coopetition. It's awesome. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. through that, we've seen so many incredible collaborations, which is like oh. That's pretty wild. It's so I like cool. It. Yeah. I, like I feel it. like a proud mom sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh, you did that. <laughs> Good job. Speaking of that, because we all rank our children too, what's your favorite chapter? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> the other reason on TikTok I saw earlier today, Dion Sanders, who's now the coach of Colorado, mm-hmm. ranks his children. Oh. And, he, and he went through, uh, and they always fluctuate. And he said, why this one's the best right now and why this one is dropping down. Really? I loved it. I loved it. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to politely decline answering that. Good answer. Thank Good you. Good answer. <laughs> Did you want to ask the legacy question? You go for oh. it. That's, that's your question, man. No. So yeah. I'm. Do you already know this? I'm going to. Okay, go ahead. I did binge watch a couple of your episodes and okay. there was one that Ben said, I'm waiting for somebody to ask me this question. So if you were, <laughs> right, me? this is the last question. You should answer this question. You were taking notes and everything. God damn it. She was watching. I don't remember what that uh, one was. Uh, it was, uh, it was, you asked the legacy question you did. and, and then the person turned it around and you said, I should have an answer like that. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but we're going to turn it back over to Melissa because this is, <laughs> this right. is your interview and you probably prepared for this a lot better than I did. <laughs> it's your question. Yes. Tell me, ask me, ask me. All right. So if you didn't make it home tonight, oh, this question well, straight up, yeah. if you didn't make it home tonight, what was your 19 year old going to say about you and think about you? It wasn't this question. Oh, this is deep. It's heavy, huh? What do you want him to think about you? Oh, frig. Uh, See? That's why I didn't have an answer either. It is tough. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I, for, for me, like the values that I want my boys to really instill is that you can be kind and still get what you want. So kindness does go far. Um, there's a lot of heavy crap out there and just... Um, realizing that everybody is going through something and everybody has a story, no matter who you are, everybody. So you can still make an impact and be kind and still get what you want. Um, so I would love for them to be able to, to kind of absorb that value of the kindness. Great. Yeah. 
That's yeah. awesome. So if somebody wants to become a member or wants some consulting work done by you, what's the best way they should reach out to you directly? Uh, so my email is Melissa at womensbusinessleague.com. So that's super easy. I'm always in my email. Um, if you love social, Instagram is where it's happening. Just saying. <laughs> um, so women's business league on Instagram or Melissa Gilbo on Instagram. Um, and I'm, I'm actually loving LinkedIn. So I spend a lot of time over on LinkedIn. It's an underutilized platform that has a lot of capability. I've met so many incredible people through LinkedIn. It's getting bigger and bigger too, isn't it's it? Huge. It's still continuing to gain. The yeah. algorithm is really pushing content too. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. awesome. And then I think my third spot would be Facebook. Uh, we have a big presence there, but um, let's say email, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Email, then the gram. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, for Melissa Gilbo Consulting, um, you can look me up on Instagram. I have all my links right there. And the cool thing is I just offer power chats. So if you just need a, a chat, a conversation, it's a one hour, two hour, literally just book. And we it's no big, long consulting contract or anything like that. Um, yeah, it's just an easy chat. It's kind of like a therapist. You'd like to kind of get a little, get your foot in the door and see if you like the person a little bit. So, can't, yeah. Yeah. Except oh. for in my, in my agreement, I say I'm not a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> a therapist, Ooh. but I'm not a therapist. <laughs> Simple. We're going to do, we're going to do the exact same thing. Get on the couch. But, uh, I am not a therapist. <laughs> get comfy. Yeah. Comfy for the hour. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for thank sitting down you. with us. This was awesome. It was yeah. really entertaining. This, was, this is probably one of the funnest podcasts I've ever been on. One of, damn yeah. it, we weren't the top. One of, it wasn't the funnest. Oh, yeah. That's a failure for us. Thanks. Shut it down. What a bunch of losers we are. <laughs> the funnest. Yes. yes. <laughs> Woo, you heard it here first. Best the looking, funnest. I'll tell you, this place, really Woo. rocking it. Woo. Yeah. You need drums and lights and stuff. You gotta like, We're working on it. There's a lot of are. musicians that are coming in and out of here lately, so we got to actually... Let them sit down and do some live stuff. So I know we're wrapping, but how can I help you? Are you looking for more podcast guests? Like, yes. Yes. Uh, and really what I'd ask you, and I would ask you offline, um, but who are those superstars within a chapter where their business is succeeding, but those people that were may have had a struggle or something they had to work through? Because that's what the audience is really listening for. Yep, yep. Of What advice can I take? If you can name one or two of those, make the intro, I think that'd be awesome for yeah, us. Yeah, that would be amazing. I yeah. Absolutely can do that for you. Yes. You are the best. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, we're shutting it down. Uh, any members that you really want to talk about that just came in and then was like, nope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we all know who we're like you can you can feel when somebody's selling at you, mm. right? Like it's such a turnoff. Like that's a hard, do you no. do interviews? You must do interviews of members that you don't just accept anybody, right? No. So it's an application process, right? Yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. chapter leaders meet with them. They do like either a one-on-one -on -one or a zoom or, um, a lot of times we meet people at events and you know, you, you get that feeling, you mm -hmm. go at your gut and mm -hmm. you just know, um, that they're, and not everybody this is not for everybody and that's fine too, yeah. you know? So 
Yeah, we've said no quite a few times. Yeah. What are their names? (laughs) (laughs) Explain exactly what happened and why did they suck so much? I've met those members before and you just go, how the hell did this one make it through? Mm -hmm. Through the crack. Yeah. (laughs) Well, listen, you're going to be late for your next appointment. So thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Awesome to see you again. Thank you. Thanks, Melissa. And we will wrap it up there. All right. All right. Thank you so much. That was awesome. This has been another episode of Voices from the Valley. If you'd like to be a guest or know someone that would be a great guest, send us an email at voicesfromthevalleyshow at gmail.com. Want to learn more about Ben Talberg and AFA Auto Repair? Head over to afaautorepair.com or call 978-388-5959. Want to learn more about John Bachman and Norwood Insurance Agency? Head over to norwoodinsurance.com or call 978-372-5921. Thanks for tuning in to Voices from the Valley. 